that's the prediction. Kansas City Chiefs. We'll see if they were correct. You know, I, I I I I know I'm not necessarily big on uh, on uh, football or whatnot, but I do hope the Kansas City Chiefs win. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I know, I know it's, it's, it, I shouldn't say it, you know, since I don't know who's winning and you guys are hearing this on Monday, but, uh, screw you, San Francisco. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm saying San, Fr- San Francisco <laughs> closes the deal up 10 points, beats Woo. Kansas City. Right, coming in hot. Okay. Yeah. Gentlemen, what's up? How are you doing? It's me, Manny C. I'm sitting here with Less Than Greg and the one and only Buddha Will. We are part of the Hardcore Casuals, a collection of oddballs and content creators who's dedicated to bringing you the very best of games, gaming, and all things entertainment. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hardcore Casuals Lounge. Oh, baby. Greg, Buddha, how the hell are you? Having you all together. It fe- oh, seems like I, got, a while, I have a man. personal question for you, Manny. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do Do you read that 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 little spiel every time, or do you have it memorized? Uh, I read it every time. <laughs> he reads it. He reads it. He reads it. I, I read it every time. If I don't read it, I'm gonna screw it up, man. I'm gonna screw it up. <laughs> hey, here we times. are, balls. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Here we are, a group of balls. No, God, oddballs, oddballs. Stop yeah, saying yeah. balls. No, no, you joke, <laughs> you joke, but I put this paper away. That was the 10th time he tried doing it this very recording. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, guys, how are you, man? What have you been up to? Let's start with, uh, let's start with, uh, with you, Greg. What have you been up to, my friend? What did you do this week? I've been playing a lot of Tarkov, video game wise, and uh, a lot of Magic because I had I had, I had to go out of town for business for a couple of days, and uh, so you know I steamed it up, Steam Link, got that Magic, you know the uh, Pharos Beyond Death uh, came out, dropped a couple of weeks ago, and uh, yeah, so just trying to get trying to still trying to build that perfect deck with you know using that as the new escape mechanism and and just trying to get out there i got gold four for this this season new season starts today i believe it's friday so the 31st new season and uh yeah we'll see how that goes but yeah tarkov and mtg on the road it was really nice on the road MTG MTG with me yeah so, but yeah, no good. 
<laughs> good, good week for me. What about you, Buddha? Uh, I mean, other than uh, uh, playing uh, magic with you, uh, which is always it's always pleasant. Always. Let's not talk. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> Buddha may or I, I can neither <laughs> confirm nor deny that Buddha will stomped uh, me in the mud pretty hard for about six or seven rounds the other night. So, you know, like, you know, you ever like get just play a game and then just, everything just goes right. Like that, that, you know, I was, I was blessed with, with that against Greg. It just happened. It came, he, he just came at me at the wrong time. And, uh, man, just everything I did, I just could do no wrong. I just could not do any wrong. You're uh, so humble times, about but, it too. You're so humble. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, oh, yeah. I know how he gets. <laughs> My humility just starts oozing out of him. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, so graceful. Uh, but other than playing magic and enjoying that very much, uh, I mean, I did press. Uh, I think I got gold too. I think before it all ended, I, I, I probably should have just kept going. Honestly, I mean, the, the deck was the new deck that I made, the green one uh, with the creepy crawlies in it, uh, and ended up being way better than I thought it was going to be. Like it just, uh, I just kind of was putting together things on a whim. And uh, the stuff ended up just flowing very well together. So um, there is a little bit of tweaking I'd probably like to do too. I, th- I think I need to add a sideboard. If I if I had a sideboard to it, um, it would really be popping. But uh, unfortunately, when you're playing rank, you only get one shot anyway. So explain uh, explain what a sideboard is to those who don't. Uh, know. So for those who don't know, basically you have your standard deck of usually like sixty cards is the minimum. And then you have a sideboard. So when you play, like, say, a best of three, after the first match, you can make some adjustments. So sometimes you might be running across something that uh, you don't normally see on a regular, and certain you can keep certain cards in your sideboard, and you can actually swap those cards in and out um, to add before the next match. So it gives you a chance to make adjustments uh, kind of on the fly almost, um, depending on what you have in the sideboard. Some, some uh, cards. I allow you to, uh, it's a mechanic that allows you to pull cards from outside of the game. And when they say outside of the game, they mean your sideboard. Back in the old days, that meant like you could go digging through your library. Like we had, you know, guys that would be like, oh, it says I can pull a card from uh, outside of the game. And then they would go walking over to their closet and whip out a big box and start looking for something. <laughs> Two hours uh, later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're like, oh, for the love of God, please. But uh, nowadays, it means just basically pulling out your sideboard. So it can be pretty handy, um, especially when you're dealing, like if you're in like a big tournament play and there's a, you know, certain decks are pretty powerful. Then if you're trying to combat certain ones or have a better fit for your deck against that, then a sideboard is a pretty handy little tool. Uh, I don't really use it that much because like I said, in rank, you usually only get one shot. So... But it is pretty handy if you're playing that mechanic or if you're playing like we do, like we're just a direct challenge where we do like a best of three. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, I, too, uh, played some uh, Escape from Tarkov. Um, had some pretty successful runs. Uh, I the, the other night or last night or this morning, however you want to look at it, uh, I had a really good scav run. I just I was just like, hey, you know, I'm just going to go in there and just drop a scav run real quick and uh, ran in there. There was a big firefight at Dorms on the customs map. If, if you're familiar with that map, that's uh, Dorms. The Dorms section is a really hotbed for loot and scav kills. And there's a lot of stuff that 
if you can make it out of there alive, you're going to get some good stuff usually. And uh, I did not have anything good on my scav. I basically hid out in the bushes while everybody like duked it out in the dorms. And then towards the end, I just ran around in just like a little scavenger, like just picking up whatever I could before running into my extract. Um, but I made like 250 rubles doing it just on that one run. So 250,000. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, you know, sometimes you just got to do it, you know, like a lot of people try to run and gun and try to get the kills, but really where it's at is being just a scavenger and understanding that what you have, especially when you're running a scav, you might not always get a very good loadout. You might, because it's random when you jump in as a scav. And um, a lot of times the shotguns aren't very good. <laughs> yeah, throw the uh, shotgun away. Yeah, you almost, you almost, I mean, it's almost worthless, really. I mean, unless you have one of the shotguns with like the slugs in it, um, that spread doesn't do anything, especially if they're running any kind of armor or anything like that. So if you're, if you're playing against like some PMCs that are geared up, you're not doing anything with a shotgun. They're just going to laugh at you and kill you. So I unfortunately had a shotgun. So I, that's why I was just like, well, I can't go into (laughs) dorms. There's no way unless somebody's like extremely weak and I, happen to sneak up on them which is very hard to sneak up on anybody in that game um i just i just ended up hiding in the bushes and just waited it out and once i stopped hearing the nades drop and the the firefighting over with and i looked at the time on the clock i'm like there's only like four or five minutes left to extract these guys have already moved on it's safe for me to run through here and just pillage what i can and then run out myself so um but escape from tarkov manny uh i know you got it hopefully i picked uh, it up i i picked it up uh as promised but i uh i haven't been able to to play it yet i need to uh well i've been having hard hard drive issues i have a hard drive though i just have to actually like install it so i'm gonna do yeah man i'm gonna gonna install that this weekend definitely you gotta escape with us yeah yeah Uh, i I, I, I was i was downloading it i was downloading it (laughs) and it took up all of my uh my my uh i i need like a good like 20 gigs of just like space free space mm-hmm. for editing purposes you know what i'm saying like so it's a it's a it's a fair amount of uh of space that i need and, and i'm i'm already like at that limit so i got to get this hard drive installed i i can i got so i can actually play games uh on the computer but i have it and i'm actually really excited to play this game uh, with you guys, because I mean, I've been hearing about this game a lot over the past couple of weeks, just from you guys. <laughs> and uh, I mean, really, I wanna, I wanna get in uh, and and play. It sounds like it's an incredibly interesting game, and I can't wait to like actually have a real opinion. Uh, so next it's week, it's just different. It seems it's it. different it sounds than what's different. out. Yeah. And yeah, that's what it's about. It's about looting. It's and and getting out. And the economy is really great. And the trading aspects and the tasks and stuff like that really gets you keep going back. And if you can get friends who play, 
you get out there together you know if you're doing player made characters pmcs you get out there with five people five friends and just try to wipe the map and get as much gear as you can get and get out and it's pretty fun see i think yeah. i think that's that's actually so cool because like I, in these games i'm never gonna be like the twitch reflex shooter you know what i'm saying get all the kills you know what i'm saying like very seldom is that me. I'm just not that guy. But there seems like there's more than one way to succeed, and I think that's awesome. You know? Yeah. Right. If you're playing with a group, everybody's got their own thing. Like somebody might have a big pack and you know get more more gear when you got the other guys like holding down the fort, wa watching from three different directions. You know, it's like so. So if you have if you have a play. If you Styles have a group, can be adaptable. If, if you have a group, does it like my stuff is my stuff and your stuff is your stuff, or does it like is yeah. it a group bounty? Yeah, yeah, no, no it's, it's my stuff's my stuff. Yeah, okay. If you die, but you, you could drop stuff. stuff you lost like if your you stuff. pick up stuff, you could drop it and have somebody else pick it up. Right, right you know. Yeah, they uh, keep cool. it. <laughs> but either way, yeah, like working together is is better for for survival. Uh, it, it can be. I mean, sometimes it's a little hard when you are running a five man group um, because it's real easy to team kill. Uh -huh. um, you know, people jump in the way; like they're trying to shoot at the same guy, and it's like you gotta like really be, be aware of where your guys are. Or right. like uh, the other night, like one of the guys we were rolling with. Um, when we initially said, Hey, where you at? Where are you? He said, I'm behind you. And we're like, oh, okay, cool. So then when we saw somebody in front of us, what did we do? We lit him up. It turns out it was the same guy. We lit up our own teammate. Um, because he, he thought that he was behind us coming up when actually he was ahead of us. So <laughs> okay. when we come around right. the corner and we see this guy by a, a little uh, storage unit thing, we just, you know, we look at him. And we, you, you can wear like an armband to help like identify your teammates. Right, right, right. But it was on the opposite arm that we could see him at. So uh -huh. we didn't see no armband. And so we just see a PMC and we're like, oh, we got to drop on this guy. Everybody's like, two guys, you know, we're just, <laughs> we just light him up. And, right. and next thing you know, our teammates says, oh man, I got shot. And we're like, just now? <laughs> just yeah. now got shot? Like, uh, whoops. Yeah, yeah like yeah. i think we shot you man and he's like but i thought you guys were ahead of me and I, mm, no and then we get to his body and we're like yeah this is your stuff yep <laughs> See, well, i was playing I, with chronic crusader oh yeah and uh also on the hardcore casuals right yeah we uh we uh i was playing with him and then their way to determine who was on your team was to have people jump and do a jump check yeah. Yeah. and i'm like but what how how the I'm I'm crouched down here behind a bush trying to hold my shit together, and you want me to do a jump check? Like, come on, man! Yeah. I just go pop yeah. up and get shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, it, it can be hard. So the communication is really key as far as like where your guys are, and you know, and it helps like, like when you finally get it going, Manny. Like, you would probably be your best bet to do an offline mode. Go in there, uh, go to maps, preferably like something like customs. Um, because that's a, I don't know, it's a good all around map and just get to know the map because the more, you know, the more you can identify where you're at. And, and if you are playing with players that understand that where you're at, then they kind of like, Oh, okay. I know he's over there by these trains over. Here. He said he was over here by the tankers. He said he was over by big red, which is a big warehouse or, you know, things like that. And you're like, oh, okay, 
I know not to shoot that guy coming across here. Right. You know, because a lot of times it's a, a people coming around and it's like, is that you? Is that you? Is that you? Is that you? And they're like, we're all like, is that you? No, is that you? And like, you know, we're, we're doing like a little dance or whatever to see if like, oh, oh, okay, we're cool. We're cool. Right, right, right. You know? See, uh, to so, me, that, uh, that sounds exciting. To me, that, that makes me like super antsy to play to play this game and try because yeah. I love like on Siege they have this mode where uh, w- when you make in the custom games where they take off all of the HUD indicators so you can't see mm-hmm. who is who and yeah. you take th- that little bit away and the next thing you know like it, it just there's a certain tension that just increases because you don't know who anybody is everybody is potentially deadly to you you know and 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 i've team killed several people just freaking out just like oh my goodness you know like i wasn't expecting to see you because otherwise in 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 siege anyway you know exactly where everybody is all the time you can see them through the walls Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know but you take you just you just take that little bit away next thing you know you're just shooting anything that moves yeah yeah that's (laughs) the way tarkov is there's no hud to me it sounds exciting bro it sounds exciting uh Um, so so i can't wait i personally can't wait to to get in um i played siege with my brother and sister uh again which is good it's good to actually you know play games again you know i'm saying it's exciting um I, I definitely want to start playing some of these Game Pass games. There's a lot of games in there that I've been super excited to play. Control is one of them. I can't wait to jump in. I also want to, I, I want to see if I can get that game. Um, what was the freaking the game that, that almost made you quit gaming? Oh, Buddha. Sekiro. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> I want to see if I can get that game, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ooh. I mean, if you want to hate how to, if you want to hate games, I mean, <laughs> do what you must. But uh, yeah, that one's a. Uh, uh, but that, that one hurts. That one. Just thinking about it just makes me automatically triggered. Like, just, <laughs> uh, I want to play that game because I'm like, man, it can't be that bad. But that's bad. I don't know. Bad. <laughs> like Escape from Tarkov is hard. Don't get me wrong, but it's like a, it's like a hard. Damn it! I lost a bunch of stuff that really that really hurt me in my soul. But I'm ready to get back in there and try to get something back. Right, right, right. Siguro, once it takes it away, you don't never get your soul back. You back. <laughs> There's nothing that gets it back for you. Like nothing. nothing I don't know, man. I'm, like I, I watch I watch dudes like uh, like Lahari who who like you know plays all the the Dark Souls and. That's his jam, man. Those, those yeah. that, that kind of game is right up his alley. You know what I mean? Like, that's, yeah, yeah. That's that's made for him. Guys like me, that's not that's not who that's for. <laughs> that's uh, I'm a Forza Horizon guy. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right, right. I belong in a car somewhere, driving driving through Great Britain. That's where. That's what. That's what needs to be. Through the Welsh countryside, boot. yeah, right, yeah. Square, right. flapping in the wind. I played. I played. I played some of that. Driving scarves. Too. Like I was in a, uh, I was in a stream with, uh, I don't know if you guys know Lady Death 143. Um, she's been around for a hot minute, uh, but uh, she invited me to come in and join in her convoy uh, and play some Forza Horizon. I thought, well, hey, I haven't played this game in forever. And everybody remembers I used to, I mean, I played a lot of this game. I loved it. Yeah. And, uh, and I, and I, you know, they dropped the Lego expansion. I don't know if you guys saw that, but they dropped a Lego expansion. Oh yeah. Um, How was that? 
I, you know, I didn't mess with it yet because I realized when I got in that I never finished the Fortune Island stuff. So it was like the uh. Sea of Thieves chess thing. I didn't finish that. So I was like, man, you know what? I need to finish this. So I've actually kind of been playing that again and whatnot. But I, you know, it was a lot of fun, man. I, I jumped in there and I haven't logged in in forever. And so I had like a ton of stuff like that had been given to me um, from the businesses that I had in the game. And so I had a ton of money. So I was able to buy like that big giant mansion for like 15 million. Um, oh, yeah. I remember you were looking yeah. for that thing. All right, cool. Yeah, man. So I did that, and uh, yeah, so good times with that game. Word. That's where I belong. Yeah, the hell yeah. with you, Seguro. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. There's a, there's a chance I'm gonna get Seguro, uh, but I'm 100% gonna play Control because I'm like super excited that that's on Game Pass, and uh, <clears throat> um, the Call of Cthulhu is gonna be on uh, on Games with Gold next month. February, yes. like February 16th. I'm like super excited yes. about that, nice. bro. Yeah. Unfortunately, I already have it, but, uh, you know. Bro, I am so excited about that game. I w- that's another one. I watched Lahari play that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's for those neat. of you who don't know, Lahari's an awesome, uh, like super chill dude on, on Mixer. Make sure you, you stop and check out his, uh, his channel. Um, <clears throat> uh, I saw him play that game, and I, I it was one of those games where I watched, but then tried not to watch so much because, like, man, I, I will play this game someday. Like, this looks this looks really, really cool. Uh, so I'm super excited. I'm, I'm going to jump into that as soon as, soon as that comes in. Uh, besides yeah. that, I, I know I've been watching the Netflix, <clears throat> and I'm, I'll share what I've been watching late this, this past week. I've been really into the uh, the historical like documentary reenactment drama type type deals. Oh really? Well, like what? Yeah. So there's a show called The Roman Empire that I've been watching a lot of. Uh, so I, f- I saw the second season uh, recently, and it's just like like they have this historian HBO joint. No, it's on. It's on um, uh, Netflix. It's it's it's, oh, okay. it's essentially just a bunch of uh, historians talking about the Roman Empire, and uh, they they have it reenacted. You know, and I think I think that's just really cool. You know, it goes it, it goes from the historians talking about the different things to the reenactments or the actors, and then back and forth. You know, I really yeah, like that. I, I kind of dig that kind of stuff. I always used to dig like the history channel and yeah some of that stuff is pretty interesting yeah I, uh, with the aliens and stuff oh <laughs> bro okay yeah. listen so you can so, get deep and lock this monster you take you the know, wrong the turn. history channel you know the where hit. we get good information from the history channel about ufos <laughs> yeah. and bigfoot and the, his, uh, the history channel you know the history channel after after like two in the morning history channel is like you be careful bro like you will at least for me like i was like just staying awake watching the freaking that's that freaking stuff you know like ancient aliens <laughs> you know what I'm like, it's oh, aliens man yeah. aliens oh, well i love those like things. monster theories like you know what i mean when they do like stuff like when they're trying to figure out like how the you know the launch this monster could possibly still be there and like bigfoot and like all those things like i really I kind of dig those. Like, like searching for, yeah, I, I do. Too. Yeah. The I search or like trying to scientifically break it down as to yeah, like, yeah, is yeah. it even feasible type of stuff. I, I don't know. I, I'm a sucker for that every time. 
every time. I concur. I concur. Yeah, I still believe in Dilophosaurus. It's fine. Every, it's fine. <laughs> Dilophosaurus, you know, whatever. It's fine. I mean, you know, in the Philippines, like in the third world countries and stuff like that, that stuff's a big deal. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they tell you all the time, like, don't be wandering in the woods. You know, there's stuff living in the trees and and all kinds of weird, like, superstitions and, um, like, I don't know. Like, I remember being um, in the Philippines living at my aunt's, and they live basically in a, a village in a jungle. And, uh, like, there was, like, all kinds of weird, like, people would get sick, and it would be like, oh, well, the reason why she got sick is because a witch hit her antenna on top of her house, and the witch cursed her. Like, all kinds of, like, weird, crazy stuff, man, that'll have you, like, in your head, man. I mean, they, they got that uh, devil in New Jersey, the Jersey devil. The Jersey okay, so, devil. Yeah, yeah. They're out there. It's they're true. out there. Isn't that like the chupacabra? Isn't that kind of like a version of it? Yeah, but except for people from New Jersey. Right. Ah, well. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Jersey, <laughs> I think the chupacabra is, is, uh, is a little the... more active. You know Isn't that the mascot the for, the, for the hockey team? Pounds. It is. It is. It's the Jersey Devils. Yeah. Hmm. I, I mean the story. The I mean it's just like uh, what um, what is the actual story of the Jersey Jersey Devil? It's like this dude that was a devil no, in like the a woods, devil creature, devil in the woods. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then there's the devil stomping as the devil in the woods. Yeah. yeah, it's like a human uh, devil wingy thing lives in trees. Right, right. In right. New Jersey, yeah, yeah probably yeah. next to some kind of petroleum plant. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure. I'm positive. <laughs> uh, and with that noise, let us know it's time for the news. Oh, baby. Uh, here's a here's an interesting story. <clears throat> I'm still I'm still recovering, guys. My my voice is better. It's better. I don't know if you can hear it, but uh, it's still sensitive. <laughs> but here we go. Uh, Nintendo. Hits one billion dollars in players spending on mobile games, led by Fire Emblem Heroes. Did you hear about this, guys? Yeah, this is nuts. One billion dollars uh, you know, in player spending. I ain't never mobile. got Can any I just of my say money, but Lord of mercy. The Fire Emblem Heroes app icon that they're showing looks a little bit like hentai clickbait. I'm just saying, if it didn't have the 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 name below it, I would have assumed it was some kind of anime, you know, adult anime thing. Fan no service. way, bro! Yeah. No way! They're I'm, just saying, fully, I'm just saying. I'm just look, they're fully clothed, look, like fully armored. Like where's where's I mean, this the is Nintendo? Her name. Yes, I'm talking about Nintendo. the app. I'm talking about the app. Oh, oh the app! If oh, you scroll okay. down. Yeah, if you scroll down, she's looking over her naked, bare right shoulder, oh, okay, right back okay. at the camera. All right, very fine. tantalizing for some people <laughs> who are into that. I'm just saying. I'm saying okay. $656 million? No wonder. It's clickbait. <laughs> I mean, okay. those ears, All bro. Right. How do you deny uh, those ears? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But on the flip side, how can you deny <laughs> those ears? Exactly. um so i i don't know man i think i think this is uh this is pretty is pretty crazy man like nintendo's the only i'm not the only one but as far as like the console guys 
they've put a real focus on these on on the mobile games uh and they've been really raking in the dough man they've been doing very well so the, the majority of that one billion comes from fire emblem heroes which remains nintendo's most popular mobile game to date i mean god fire- my, my god that's <laughs> huge that's yeah million of players spent, like, money spent on that game. 61% of Nintendo's mobile revenue so far. That's, like, $470 million more than Mario Kart Tour. Right. (laughs) That's how much more. Animal Crossing Pocket is uh, uh, is at the second. $131 million, followed by... Dragalia lost 123 million. Then Mario titles, Mario Kart Tour 86 million, Super Mario Run 76 million, Doctor Mario 5.8 million. You know, I don't know. It's a lot of freaking money. It's I'm surprised. Go ahead. I mean, we talk crap about mobile games all the time, but I mean. The numbers don't freaking, lie. The money, the the, mean, the numbers don't lie, bro. They're raking yeah. in the the money. But the, but the yeah. my one of my problems is, is when you get the the click baity, you know, mind gamey type of you know mechanics from mobile games that you're seeing them on full full pay titles, you know. Like you, yeah. I, I don't like that. I don't like. I understand that that you know there's a place for that, or, or I suppose you know, even though I don't necessarily like it. But fine, whatever. But when you buy a game at full price or whatever, you you you're paying for a premium game, and it's and it treats you like it's a free to play. I just don't like that. You know, it's something about that just just rubs me wrong. You know. Mm. Yeah, like a lot of these, uh, if I'm not not mistaken, a lot of these uh, titles are like either free to start or free to try. Right, right. Then they're they're paid. paid, Yeah, well, um, so so are most mobile games, you know. But but then, and and yeah, they make a lot of money. All right, fine, cool, whatever. But but then when you see the same tactics for, for AAA titles, premium games which you pay for so you pay for them to treat you like it's a free to play that's what that's when it really starts to, to bother me you know if there are as uh, like i don't know and 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 even even these games like dr mario world i i can't speak to all these other games but dr mario which was fun for the first couple of boards, and after a while, it just got so bad. It was over the top with with how much it, it tried to gouge you. It, it it got to a point where it was clear that they were not gonna let you win on skill alone. It doesn't it doesn't matter. Like there's a point where you have to pay, otherwise it's impossible to win, and that wasn't cool. Not to, not to me. You know what I'm saying that that made me just uninstall the game. And it's I and I think it's funny that it's that's the it's the least revenue. But then again, you put out a crap game, four point eight million. I mean, I I I have to imagine they made they made money on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. And so I don't know, man. Nintendo. 
doing it big in the mobile. Yeah, they're doing it big in the mobile for better or worse. I don't know what that means. I mean, their console's almost just like a phone with controllers on it. So the fact that they're doing good mobile is not really super surprised for me. Like it seems like yeah. a lot of stuff with the power of phones, easy to 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 make uh, games for both. Almost, you know. Well, um, they they they. It's a natural. It's a natural extension for them because they are essentially they are a mobile device. You know, right? You know, they they really are. It is a, They've been for the longest time. They've owned the mobile gaming market. And and this is a, just an interesting thing. It's uh like they've created a console that doubles as a mobile device at the same time taking advantage of mobile like phone games making money on 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 all things mobile it's they've done they've done a good job they've done a good job you know and we'll we'll see we'll see where where this goes but nintendo they have a mobile strategy, and they're making they're making bank. So you know, expect more freaking mobile games, like it or not. You know, like it or yeah, not. I mean, if people keep spending the money, uh, yeah. they're gonna keep doing it. Yeah, that's uh, that's exactly right. Um, I don't own one Nintendo mobile game, so I will. I picked I will up. I did pick up the Switch. the Doctor Doctor Wario uh, Ma- uh, one or whatever it's Doctor Mario. And it was fun for a little bit, and then it was like, "Wait a minute, you're you're straight up, you're straight up trying to take advantage of me." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not sure if it. I need this uh, proctology exam, there, doctor. You know, like, uh, <laughs> you know, he's like, <laughs> you know what? Never mind. Let's go on to this next story. The survey has uh, a, a survey has players dreaming about PlayStation Four remote play. On the switch now, uh, Greg, you initially brought this uh, this title to my uh, article to my attention. So let me uh, let me know a little bit more about about this one. What was going on with this one? Yeah, there was a uh, survey put out by Sony uh, to better understand how PlayStation remote f- remote play is being used uh, to create an experience that works for you. Um, so this redditor posted the survey um on reddit um and it asks the ability to play playstation 4 remote play on more devices e.g able to play on nintendo switch apple tv or android tv there was like uh you can vote if you want to go from not appealing to extremely appealing and apparently uh, they got a lot of responses towards the uh, extremely appealing, I guess. And like, really, nobody would have thought this was even possible until you know Xbox and Nintendo teamed up on the Microsoft and really blew. I would say blew open the whole like cross-platform stuff going on uh, with within the last year, you know, or a year and a half, really put sony in a predicament and so yeah they went out asking people yeah what they you know if they wanted it and you know people do want it people people like their switches and they want uh i don't know they just want 
console manufacturers to like sort of work in the same ecosystem, I think, or or or, or shared ecosystem or something. But yeah, so this just got people's hopes up being just mentioned. People are like, yes, yes, we want that. Um, but I don't, I don't see that happening personally. I think if anybody's going to have success in that area, it's going to be Microsoft because Microsoft seems like they're the ones out there doing the legwork uh, to get it done. So we'll see. What do you think? What are your thoughts there, Buddha? I mean, I don't know. Like, I just always felt like PlayStation kind of just, I don't know. Maybe they just do whatever the hell they want. I mean, they've sold a lot of units as far as like their, uh, you know, they celebrated selling a billion of their, you know, consoles. And that's cool and all, uh, you know, but I, I feel like in the past they've not done so hot as far as mobility. I mean, I had a PSP and it was, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad, but obviously there was, problems with it it just wasn't i don't know i don't know if they just didn't put the right kind of games on there and i think now with with this with the switch showing off what they can do um with a unit that doesn't even do 1080p you know what i mean it's 720 on on a on a switch and they get away with it just fine um people are still you know downloading stuff like the witcher 3 on there which is you know great looking game um and they're getting away with it and people are, are stoked and happy with it. So, I mean, yeah, I, I would imagine that, uh, there's a lot of PlayStation players that wish they had some more mobility as far as their games. Um, and who knows what else, what Sony will do with it. I mean, it's like Greg said, I mean, you know, it's it, more and more, it's, it's getting more accepted that these games are cross plat. They're realizing that's what gamers want. And that um, at the end of the day, people are just going to choose whatever they want to play it on. You know, they're all going to play the game, but it's just what they decide. How, what, what's more comfortable, you know, playing it with a PlayStation controller or playing Xbox or Switch or, you know what I mean? Everybody, or PC, everybody's got their own, like, what's comfort, comfortable for them. Um, and I think as more games come out that are pushing for the cross-plat, uh, you know, it seems like a no-brainer that they would try to do something on the mobile side. Since, you know, considering they had it before, you know, um, Microsoft not so much because, you know, they never really, that's never been their bag. You know, it's just like, eh, we'll let you guys do it to it. You know, have at it. You can be mobile. That's never never been our strong point. Other than the, like the cloud sharing thing that they've got now, for them, that's their way of being more mobile. So. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, obviously, Sony fans want it, you know. But but, but, but that's one of the things is like the game, <laughs> the the world is changing in that the cloud computation is getting to a point where you can. It's now feasible to play a game, uh, you know, that's being run off of uh, remotely. You know what I'm saying? So, so you, yeah. it's not necessarily utilizing uh, the the computational power of said phone. So you can play something much more powerful and actually play it relatively relatively well. You know, like that's that's now that's a, a recent phenomenon. So now Microsoft has been. I mean, that's that's part of their bag. You know. 
so so they I'm, v- I'm very much looking forward to what they do with uh with the their their remote play uh but playstation has had remote play for a minute you know um but being able to expand it would be a would be a very a very you know big deal for them i think you know and if they were to expand on a competitor's platform even i think even the fact that they just mentioned it is pretty it's show it's 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 showing where the tide is turning you know what i'm saying that is, that the whole genre, the whole gaming world is moving in that direction lord willing with these walled gardens these walls that have been standing so so strong are, are beginning to crumble down and that would be really really cool to see where we can actually have more cross play uh, uh opportunities in in the future and also just you know m- you know more opportunities to play what you want to play when and where you want to play it i think that's that's just a wonderful wonderful bright future for for gaming so i think i mean i don't know it's gonna be it's gonna be very pro consumer that is for sure but i mean is that gonna happen via you know, via a uh, switch right now, I don't know, but it's, it's the very least they're they're looking at that, and I think that's cool. You know, uh, this last sentence to this Kotaku article, I think I think rings true. It says, given that the switch still doesn't even have a have Netflix, though, I'm not holding my breath. <laughs> so I think that's a very valid point. Uh, but it's got Hulu. I, it, it does has have Hulu. Hulu. Isn't that weird? <laughs> I don't know. I find that so weird. Probably they can't Disney get things squared away with Netflix. Yeah, to, to I don't get know that on there. It seems like a win-win for both. You'd think, but but you know, hey, what are you gonna do? Um, so I don't know. I think I think that's interesting, but uh, we'll we'll keep an eye on that. We'll keep an eye on that. Uh, there there was another article that I I found uh, interesting over here. We have Atari. Is apparently planning to open up a chain of video game theme hotels. Uh, now, now this article that I have here doesn't really tell you much. It, it just says that they're going to be making some uh, some uh, hotels. Announced this week, that the first hotel will break ground this spring in Phoenix. Uh, the video, and I'll just continue reading the article a little bit. The video game themed hotels will quote level up hotel entertainment with fully immersive experiences for every age and gaming ability end quote, and will feature quote the latest in virtual and augmented reality end quote. <clears throat> um, so I I don't know what that means, but. It kind of sounds cool at the very le- at the very least. It's it's intriguing, you know. And the uh, the this this proposed design of this building where you see like the big old like it's a it's a building with like a big old like black and red band Atari uh, uh, symbol logo, all, all, you know, designed around the building. It's pretty freaking sweet, you know. If that's what it ends up looking like. And uh, I, I don't know. I think I think maybe it's gimmicky. Sure, absolutely, super gimmicky. But uh, <clears throat> I remember we had this conversation before there, Greg, about like you know eventually, you, you know we can see augmented reality type 
type things just everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Just like it's gonna be the new ad, the advert. It's gonna be the new billboard. You know what I'm saying? Just walking around, seeing seeing ads jumping out on you. You know, like hey, buy me. Um, <laughs> so so we'll see what this actually what this actually means for a quote unquote gaming hotel. Very interesting. I'm not sure if it's gonna be you know super uh, successful or whatnot. You know. Uh, or if it's mainly just a, uh, just a gimmick, but I'm interested. I don't know. What do you What do you think, Buddha? Uh, start it off. What What are your thoughts? Oh, I'm down. I mean, you're gonna tell me you got a gaming hotel? I mean, I'll look at that first before I go to my Airbnbs. I mean, I'll definitely take a look at it. Uh, I think it's no different than when they do like uh, uh, Star Wars themed hotels, uh-huh. um, or like uh, I think the other one is like the Harry Potter one. Now they've got. Uh-huh out there uh, i think they're working yeah, on a those, Marvel those, one. those are like on like uh disney <clears throat> or whatever right those right right or, or those just like in miami <laughs> like <laughs> i mean i yeah, just feel like in uh, phoenix yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i yeah, feel like as point. gaming grows and with you know streaming is at a all time high and you know what i mean I, it's getting to the point where gaming is just more accepted now you know than it was before so I could see where something like this would definitely appeal to gamers, you know, uh, that are adults and have, you know, all the cool responsibilities that we have as adults, but we still are gamers at heart. And if you're going to do it and offer like a retro nostalgic feel, you know what I mean? Like I'm all ears. I'm, I'm down. Uh, you know, I'm ready whenever they break ground and, Phoenix, uh, I might have to just take a little trip. And I, you know what? I, out. I bet you it wouldn't be long before they have some sort of uh, some sort of like gaming centric, uh, like expo or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Like a yeah. like a PAX Imagine type or, or what have you? Like oh. at at this place uh, on the regular, even. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like if you had a, you know, like say if you put one of these up next to like PAX, you know, West, East, South, or whatever, bro, you I'd, can I'd, bet your I'd, bottom I'd, dollar I'd, yeah. that those guys are all going to look at this hotel first Hell before yeah, they go first. anywhere else. Yeah, absolutely. You I would. Mean? I would absolutely. Yeah. I would. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I mean. Okay, you don't want to you don't want to try to come out with a new uh, new gen console, but you want to put up a hotel, whatever. Hey, pick your battles. You know, <laughs> right. do, do, you know, right. if that's where you feel like you gotta go. Oh, all right, right, right. You do it, do, do it. You, yeah, exactly. You, you know, do you do what you gotta. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, um, you know what? I, um, I, I will. I'm, I'm excited to see where this goes. I, I want to follow up on this. Uh, Greg, make a note. You're gonna, you're, you're, I don't, I don't even, I remember I say this, uh, often. You know, we need to follow up on certain things. We need to actually make a list of things we need to follow up on and keep an eye on. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, let's, let's see if we can keep an eye on this one. I'm, I am very, very I'll, interested. I'll, I'll jot it down. I'll jot uh, it down. But you. you know what? Uh, Atari, you know, not the hippest, uh, hippest game manufacturer. This could be doing more for Phoenix than for the video game industry. Also, is this like, is this hotel for like boomer gamers? <laughs> like, well, I remember Pong 
Back when I was right? back when I was a kid, <laughs> I played Pong. Uh, yeah, like <laughs> really. And the the last uh, line in this article talks about how this could include venues to host esports events. I you know I don't know. I don't know if they're developing this this uh, hotel to look like a GPU heat sink because that's what it looks like to me, <laughs> or a CPU heat sink. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Atari, I can see why they're building it in, in Phoenix first because, I don't know, I don't think Atari's got the recognition anymore or, like, really, like, when I go to a hotel, I go to a hotel to sleep and go to the place where I'm going. I play video games at home or yeah, on my Switch. I'm not, not going to be going to the Atari Hotel and phoenix to go play video games in a hotel in phoenix but imagine this though instead of having like you know whatever the porn channel stuff that you can you can buy at the hotel instead they have a an atari game system that you can just uh -huh, play uh -huh. your beloved pong yeah or uh get a little well my little, choice i don't, know. I, I don't honestly i can't think one of, one of those and game. not the other so <laughs> you know it's compatible I mean, you know, they filed for bankruptcy it's like compatible with my so. equipment we <laughs> oh, gotta come a little dang. bit of slack you know they're trying they're trying they're yeah, trying to stay yeah, relevant here. you know they probably got a few mobile games out uh, that we don't know about that are probably keeping them afloat <laughs> you know so supposedly they're working on a new console i mean are they yeah, really? That thing's yeah. terrible or yeah. like not 20 real. Years in the making. There's, there's two things. It's either terrible or not real. There's been a lot of like sus, sus, like people taking pictures and then like uh, sleuthing it out that like, hey, this isn't really something that's going to run anything. <laughs> like there's been a lot of shadiness around that. Aspect My only problem with this new Atari is that it's, I, I think apparently it still has the, the wood on it and i don't know how i feel about that <laughs> that okay. would look to it like yeah the, yeah yeah that's uh yeah that's a little bit dated right the, the little the fake one yeah 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 <laughs> well you know i don't know man uh i'm i'm i want to still look into it i think i think it's an interesting prospect and well you know more power to them. We'll see. We'll see what I happens. mean, I'm willing to be the guinea pig. I mean, if the hardcore casuals wants me to go out there and, and do some hardcore researching and stay and review this hotel, I will do it for the team. Okay? I will do it. For you the know team. what? Ladies and gentlemen, if you if you would like to support this venture, go to thehardcorecasuals.com slash Patreon. That is thehardcorecasuals.com slash Patreon. Uh, yeah. with your support, make sure you put on their hashtag send Buddha to Phoenix send Buddha. okay <laughs> right right send Buddha to Phoenix yes uh, alrighty moving on so here's an interesting one uh, the ex Bioware bosses they got they, they apparently got together uh, and they are looking to to make a new a new game apparently uh, and I think uh this, I mean, look, uh, all you got to do is say the Bioware dudes are getting together. They're going to make a new sci-fi RPG. And, and that's it. That's all you got to say. And and that makes me excited, you know. Uh, if so you, you have, build it, Manny will come Manny, to the game. Well, yeah, I will come and to the play. game. <laughs> come to the game and play. Yes, play, yes. play, to play vigorously. Um, 
Um, so a multi-platform role-playing game set in a new science fiction universe. Uh, the team at uh, Archetype Entertainment. So they came together and they made a new a new company, Archetype Entertainment. Uh, let me go see if I can if I can take a look at at the the different things that that they are are, are working on here. The studio is in uh, an uh, autonomous division of Wizards of the Coast. Which uh, are the ones that make Magic the Gathering and uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Ooh. All right, good. That a little audio played, but uh, it didn't it didn't get through, so that's wonderful. Let's mute this site. <laughs> I didn't hear it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it distracted me, though. Um, bop, bop, bop. Where were we? Uh, so the two co-founders of, of Archetype Entertainment are James Olin and Chad Robertson. Olin, head of head, uh, head of the studio at Archetype, has Bioware credits stretching back to Baldur's Gate. Uh, he is also a lead, a lead designer of Dragon Age Origins and the game director of Star Wars: of The uh, The Old Republic. Like that's that's a big deal. These are like these are like some of the best games of Bioware. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he took a brief break from video games to to co-create a geek. Uh, I'm sorry, geek. A Greek mythos-inspired setting and adventure for Dungeons and Dragons. So he took a little break from uh, from uh, the gaming, but he's coming back, and they're going to do a new sci-fi adventure RPG. And he did Star Wars, or was one of the lead designers in Star Wars: The Old Republic, which was an amazing game you know what i'm saying um uh, so yeah i don't know i i don't know I, I there's not there's not much information here it just says these guys are coming together and they have a uh, lots of credits and th and they're working on a new one what do you think uh greg start it up what are your thoughts on this are you a sci-fi uh, rpg you know nerd <laughs> yeah this, no this, this... i'm really not a big i haven't played a lot of bioware games um to be honest with you so uh i mean but i am i am for the genre i like sci-fi right. genre i'm like pumped about cyberpunk like right you give me a sci-fi game i can get into it um but yeah i mean they got a good pedigree um so I don't think I don't think there's anything that I would need to be worried about. They just have to sell me more on the product now. I need to see more, right? And then Agreed. I'll be able to make the the decision. What are uh, What are your thoughts there, Buddha? You have any? I mean, I like magic. I like D and D. Oh yeah, I like those too. You know, <laughs> you know, and uh, you know, I like the I like Dragon Age. I don't know. There's a lot of things I like. Whether or not they can put it all together. Right. And make a feasible game that'll remain to be seen. I mean, you know, I don't know. Uh, Andromeda for Mass Effect was kind of a, I don't know. I mean, it was an okay game, but it wasn't what it should have been. You know, right? You see, like uh, the team that moved from that, you know, was working on Anthem, and then you see what the stuff they did in Anthem, and you're kind of like, you know, if you took those two games and meshed them together you probably would have had a really awesome game. But because they were separate and, you know, you got guys flying around in suits and, you know, doing some moves and things, and then you got, you got the story with Mass Effect Andromeda 
the graphics were horrible, but the story was pretty solid. If you could have just put those two together and came out with one big game, uh, you know, and put it under the Mass Effect flagship, you'd have had something pretty phenomenal. Probably people would have been gobbling up now still, but I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll, I guess we'll just have to see what they can come up with. But I mean, I, I, it looks good on paper. Looks really good. Um, you know, whether or yeah. not they can put it all together and actually come out with something that's going to be better than like a cyberpunk or, or, you know, the older, um, the older games such as like the old Republic and stuff like that. So we'll see. We'll see. What yeah. You know, up, I think, I with. think that those are like very valid points. Cause right now Bioware isn't, the bioware of uh of old like so the bio mm -hmm. that so that's what these guys are trying to evoke they're trying to evoke this is more like bioware than bioware because bioware's and, been know, slipping you know and you know in, the, in these days it's really hard to trust trust any of the 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 big developers out there you know what i mean i mean we've been bitten by bethesda you know we they You're used right. to be like one of those guys that were trusted, like, oh, there's no way yes. they could mess this up. And then can you, they can proved you, us wrong. Like, Bethesda, they yeah. destroyed all of their goodwill <laughs> in two years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They just threw yeah. all of their goodwill away. I can't believe it. Yeah. But, and you, you know, know what? BioWare, time time BioWare came close to, to doing the same. Yeah. yeah. Ubisoft has done the same thing. They, you know, Breakpoint is broken. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just, you know, it's just one of those things like, like nowadays, it doesn't matter who you are. Just because you have a great pedigree doesn't mean you're going to put out a great game. Yeah. Well, we can because... wish and we can hope, but I mean, until it comes out and they let the gamers play it and let us, you know, figure it out and, and as what they're trying to, to do and the, you know, whatever however they're trying to make us feel with these games. I mean, you know what I mean? You just never know. You just don't know what, right. what, what we're going to do. Uh, but color me, uh, with all, with all that, with all that, you know, reason and, uh, and reality i'm still hopeful <laughs> i'm still hopeful yeah i mean uh you know because because we we miss the old bioware right i miss the old bioware you know what i'm saying you know the old knights of the old republic days the old mass effect days like those amazing amazing games so if you can get some people that that were like more deeply involved with those games uh because even even the current bioware team isn't isn't the old bioware team you know what I'm saying? Because there was there was crunch and there was burnout. There were people that that got shuffled around and they they split up, even internally split up the the teams. Like you were alluding to there, Buddha. Yeah. Uh, so you know, can do these guys have enough of said that that old magic to to put it together? We'll see. No um, one can hope. You know, one can hope. <laughs> Uh, so definitely, definitely, uh, we'll see if, if this architect entertainment can, uh, can pull one out, you know, hopefully somebody doesn't cast one colorless and two islands to counterspell. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, all righty. Microsoft's bug bounty program will pay players to find security flaws 
in Xbox Live. So when I, I first saw this article, I was like, oh, man, this sounds like a Buddha, Buddha Will's alley. Then it turns out it's more of like a like a like a hacker type. Excuse yeah, me. Nah. It turns out it's more like a like a hacker type uh, type thing. Uh, what were you saying there, Buddha? Uh, yeah, unfortunately, yeah, I'm not I'm not a I'm not a hacker. I just like to see if I can break things. That's all. Like I, I get in games and demos, and I like to see what happens doing stupid things. Um, so unfortunately, this won't won't affect me any. It's a shame though, because uh, you know, not that I really find too many bugs. Every once in a while, I find something that's funny, but right you know but on this on this level i mean that's pretty good though i mean hey uh if you're if you happen to listen to us and you happen to be um one of those guys uh you know there you go get paid get yeah paid, so man. they're they're giving uh so it's a qualified submissions, the article says, are eligible for a bounty rewards of five hundred uh up to twenty thousand uh, dollars US dollars. Twenty thousand. From five hundred to twenty thousand. Uh yeah, there's there's so, some stipulations uh for being eligible for the rewards. Uh, you need to include a clear guide for how Xbox Live Network engineers can replicate the issue. Um, but like being able to remotely execute code, uh, has the potential for the largest payouts. And if you do like low quality reporting where you're like, Hey, I, I, uh, turned my Xbox on and off three times and it did a thing. Give me $20,000. They're not going to give you shit. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> For crappy uh, reporting on Sony's side, Sony Sony tried to do a similar thing uh, and, and get bounties for uh, security issues. Unfortunately, their largest uh, payout was a T-shirt saying "Secure at Sony Find uh, Secure at Sony Finder" on the T-shirt. Um, yeah, even Nintendo pays like twenty grand maximum for yeah, its bounty yeah. program. So, <laughs> well, I mean, got like, like this is a hack for twenty three days at one point in in like twenty eleven. <laughs> like they're known for getting yeah getting hacked and disabled. Like and, I hacked Sony and all I got was this shitty T shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I I think uh, see that's that's where. Like PlayStation has a culture, right? Their culture was always more single player games. And you can see that in the strength of their single player games. That even now in the world of you know, in this big world of uh, of cross play and cloud cloud computational gaming and multiplayer, they're still very single player focused. And they have they have the games to, to show that as their strength. Uh, but their network, they was, you know, even for for many years, has been behind Xboxes. It just has. There's certain things that Xbox players have just were used to, to take it, you know, like simple things that 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 we that we think we took for granted, uh, like the party system, right? Being able to to get together and and just talk with with friends, you know, with the ease of use. That 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 we've been accustomed to, like that, 
that wasn't like that on on PlayStation. You know, so their network has always been a, a couple steps behind. Now it's a little bit more at par, uh, but this, even the, even now the security isn't isn't as isn't as strong. So programs like this make a difference. It's funny that PlayStation gives away T-shirts and also is known for being the weakest. Uh, but Xbox Xbox is the last to the to the party. They're the, this is this is a you know a new program for them, but Nintendo and and Sony's been doing this apparently, right? Yeah. But at, at the same time, they're they're more involved with the net you know network building and whatnot. Uh, as as Microsoft, so I don't know. What if you could, what if you could hack? What if you could hack the Xbox Live network with an Xbox? adaptive controller with an xbox adaptive controller i don't know man <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The power <laughs> that would be pretty powerful that, that, i don't know a pretty shitty segue i'm trying to recover uh i'm not sure how uh how good the adaptive controller would be at uh at actually hacking the network but the adaptive controller just continues to be utilized in in pretty incredible ways to to really uh, bring gaming to just a wider array of people, you know. Uh, and Buddha, Buddha, you you uh, brought this article to my attention. So why don't mm-hmm. you uh, why don't you tell us what what this is about? So basically. Um it's it's a new device that they got developed and it's called uh, the device is called the freedom wing adapter and basically it's like a it's like a mod that actually gets put on that you connect your uh, adaptive controller to and you can connect uh, uh, your your power wheelchair to and it allows you the person in the power wheelchair to utilize the joystick uh, on their power wheelchair to actually control what you, what's going on in the game so the example that they gave on the video that they show so if you check out the uh, the notes for the podcast on the website, thehardcorecasuals.com, you'll see that the uh, he is able to like he has a button that he presses on his wheelchair that uh, that changes the gears on his on his wheelchair, and the joystick that uh, uh, that moves his his direction around. So he was able to implement that onto Rocket League. So he was able to move his car around and then hit the button to give the car gas um, in Rocket League, and he was able to play it. Uh, pretty effortlessly almost. Um, so I don't know. It's, it's pretty amazing. It's, it's pretty awesome. Like this is the kind of stuff that we want to see, uh, as gamers. Um, and it's awesome to see that the Xbox, uh, adaptive controller is getting used in these, in these different situations like that. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's amazing video. Go check it out. Um, it's, it's, it's really cool. Uh, they're trying to make it where people can get access to these freedom wing adapters uh, free online. Um, and they do already have some early versions that they are shipping out to, uh, to people in hopes to, uh, you know, get more testing done with it. Um, so that way they can, you know, maybe fine tune things a little bit. Uh, uh, but the total uh, cost for this, uh, I guess this little circuit board and little mod that they that they have um, the total cost of supplies to make one is between thirty to thirty-five dollars. So it's pretty amazing that uh, for that low cost, they can um, 
make something that you could actually use with your wheelchair. So pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. That's, that sounds really good, especially for those people who, uh, you know, that's about maybe something the only thing they can do is control their power wheelchair. So to be able to take that one controller that they're so used to using and implementing it into video games, I think is just like stand up. Great job. Like knocked it out of the park. Yeah. yeah Cause I, I guess I, it's pretty I, handy. I cause uh, you know, cause like a lot of times when people are using these, like uh, these power wheelchairs, like they've, you know, a lot of times the problem is like the muscle memory and because they've been using their wheelchair for so long, they have the, that, that, that muscle memory that they need. So being able to convert that over to their the, to that controller and still be able to keep those same controls that they would have on their wheelchair is pretty 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 badass. Yeah, I think that also that goes to to say that uh, oh, well, that's not the the phrase I wanted to use. The, it, 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 but it goes it does go to to show that uh, how good of a job Microsoft did with the adaptive controller in and of itself. Like they went in to make it very accessible, and you, and you, because of that, you see a lot of different people taking the you know the the main setup from the adaptive controller and being able to to fashion it for different needs you know and i really i really do like seeing that i think this adaptive controller is one of my favorite things that have come out recently in 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 gaming uh in many years i think i think it's i think it's awesome to see uh, and it's also something that can help for far beyond just gaming, which I think is also really, really cool. It just increases the accessibility people have, not just for gaming, but as as a controller for, you know, again, for a com- computer and or, and, you know, many other devices even. Uh, right. So I, I think it's just really, really good to see. Now, uh, I think this, this kind of leads back to, I remember... Uh, we were talking about Sakura, right? And people were talking about like, yo, this game is is so hard and it has to have or it should have an easy version for disabled gamers, right? And and I remember uh, I think TIE Fighter and I, we had a, a, not a disagreement, but we, you know, we were on the opposite sides of the coin there. And I, I said, no, it shouldn't be. <laughs> the, the game developer should not be forced to make an easy mode for disabled gamers. I like to see stuff like this. You know what I'm saying? Like this controller, what makes it increasing the level of accessibility uh, to make games that were once too hard more more accessible. You know what I'm saying? Uh, not yeah. necessarily, not necessarily lower the the challenge. Because if that's the if that's the case, then you have to bring all the games down to to the lowest common denominator. You know what I'm saying? Like every 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 game should just have like a rhythm a rhythm one button mode. <laughs> just just we'll, to we'll get all through. be putting uh, round round pegs in round holes. Right. That would be right. the game, <laughs> right? Listen, yeah, if but- they do that for security, I'm down. I will play the game. <laughs> give me You'll, give that, me that's... one button kills everything mode. I will do it in a heartbeat <laughs> and not bat an eye. Trust me, I will not even feel bad whatsoever. <laughs> not even once. Yeah, you're like finally I can enjoy this game. Yes, finally. Yes, that's the only. 
way you can enjoy it is if you just one button kills everything, every map that you go into, it's automatic, everything dead. I don't even got to see them die. Just, just, just destroy them all, and I will just walk through it. It'll be like a walking simulator, and right, I will right. be perfectly fine. <laughs> Give me the round peg any day for that game, hands down. That, Other like, games, I, yeah, you know what? They got a normal mode. You got a neat a little easy mode. Like you know, I do appreciate some games that do like a more of like if there's a lot of story involved, they'll say, hey, if you're more in it for the story use this option if you're more if you want story and then some action check this 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 version or or like hey are you in it here just to just to kill things and you could care less about the story then here this mode is all for you go hardcore with it I so like i kind of do like, I like certain games i think it fits better other games maybe not so much um but but yeah. but i think i think that the going back to that that one debate it's should game manufacturers be forced to create an all an all accessibility mode i don't think so you know so, you know let them let them forced, make the game I mean, they, they want, want they want to make and but if I they think, want more i don't know if they if they want to expand their player base i think i think those kind of modes are needed if, um, if, if depending on uh, yeah. what you're trying to do yeah you know if you I think, want yeah I, I i hear you you want yeah. more people to play cuphead then you maybe you should make it a little bit easier you know what I mean? or put a easier mode or you know something you know whether they you get a buff or you don't get a buff or you know what i'm saying like i don't know there's different ways of doing it that don't sacrifice what the game is trying to do you know so i think some developers, you know, maybe they need to think out of the box a little bit or, you know, I mean, or, for the I mean, sake, but, if they're trying again, to build again, Sometimes, I, you know, does everything have to be for everybody? I, I personally don't think so. I, I You know what I'm saying? No, nah, I mean, but, it's not. Right. I mean, that's what, like, like uh, there's, there's, my mother used to say, that's why uh, God made the colors. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's different colors for a reason. You have, everybody has their own favorite, you know? Uh, and there's, there's, that's why there's, there's different flavors. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has their own, their own favorite. It's the same thing with anything, you know, any genre yeah, of, but- of music, different genres of, 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 uh, movies, same with games. You know, it's okay to be niche. It's okay to focus in on, on a niche and not necessarily be like, okay, we have to make this appeal to everyone. And, Listen, uh, I get what you're saying, but Sekiro, I, n- I didn't want nothing more <laughs> than to be a samurai chopping people up in a game. And I get in there, and do right. I get to do that? No, I do not. Buddha did not get to do those said things. And that's all I really wanted. You know, that's all I wanted. Did I get that? No, I got so that. My could, soul got snatched away from me. I get so are. triggered thinking about this game. It pisses <laughs> me off. Like, I had to delete it. I just deleted the damn thing. Like, I, I, I spent hard-earned money on that thing. Or not really hard-earned. I use my Microsoft rewards. But still, uh, I could have put that towards a, a bullet hell shooter, and I would have been perfectly fine. But no, I wanted to be a samurai. It called to me and said, oh, Buddha, come be a samurai here in this land. Yeah, and I did. Yeah, I went right. in there thinking, oh, this is great. And I got through the tutorial. And I thought, oh, this is not that bad. This is actually pretty cool. As soon as I got out of that tutorial, death upon death upon death upon death. And they're like, oh, you like that? Here's some more. And they just really just 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 punched me in the mouth. And then <laughs> I had to go play freaking like old school Nintendo games. Like I, had to, I had to restart my whole gaming like life over <laughs> because of that damn game. 
I like scratch. I square one like Minecraft and Super Mario Bros. That was like my two games for like two weeks. That is, I've never uh, had a game like just make me quit. Like you, sometimes you know you play a game and it's kind of hard and it sucks and <laughs> right, you, know, you get mad right, right. and then you just like oh okay you know what I'm just gonna play something else. That thing made me shut the whole thing down. Everything got shut off and I just sat there in my room in the dark <laughs> and just 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 mulling over just like why like why like why was I getting so and, and it would be like five minutes of playing the game and I was like okay you know. You know how sometimes you play a game and it's hard yeah. and then you like you, you you get stuck on something, so you leave it and you come back and you just blow it through the water and you're like, man, I can't believe I was stuck before. I tried that <laughs> technique too. Right. No. Right. No. It said no. And I ended up basically just just deleting it. I was just like, I just I'm never I'm I didn't even make it to a boss. Like I made it to like a mini boss and I thought he was a big boss. And then when I looked it up online, how to defeat this, the boss that I thought I was trying to beat, it turns out, oh no, you're just at a little mini boss guy. That's not even the real boss. The real boss is two or three other bosses behind that guy. And I was like, screw this game. <laughs> screw it. It's getting, it's getting the delete. And I just, I moved on. I moved on away. And then, like I said, I had to rebuild my gaming manhood back. I, right, you know, right started getting to, you know back to the basics you know like i was like a like i was rocky and i forgot how to how to be a real fighter and i had to go out in the woods and like <laughs> chop things up and you know what i mean like right, i had to like right, i had to get it right. back to learn how to fight again you know what i mean and <laughs> right i'll never go mess with that game again i've learned my lesson no sir well maybe if you use the adaptive controller it will yeah. be better this time yeah, right. maybe but probably not not that game <laughs> yeah probably not <laughs> Give me uh, like give but, me Castlevania, give me Mega Man, give me any of those hard games back in the day that I was like, oh man, these are really hard. This yeah. sucks. No, no. Sekiro is a whole nother level. It will gut you out and spit you out and just run you over. I need I need to hear from Lahari. What what is what are his thoughts from uh Oh, he'll Sekiro probably tell you he loves versus, it. I mean, he's probably like, Oh, oh I know, I know he likes it, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. that versus I watched him like stream Dark Souls. and I was just like, I'm just living through you because I'm never going to get this far in this game. <laughs> right. So I'm just going right. to watch his streams and see what it was like to to get anywhere. Right, right, right. What it was like to be good, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Yeah. Uh, okay. So either way, going Bye. back to the adaptive controller, I think that uh, th- I love to see the adaptive controller. I love to see what people do with the adaptive controller. And I hope to I hope that it that it continues to to grow and 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 uh, I think it was a really great thing that Microsoft did, and every single time I see anything about it, I uh, like in their expanded uses, um, I, I just think it's I just think it's great and uh, and yeah, this is just another one. Just to add uh, to that, just just to add to this article, there there is a sub article where a guy, a dad had modified the adaptive controller so that way his daughter could play uh, uh, Legend Zelda. of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yeah, that's, that's, and that's pretty, pretty dope. Video too. Yeah. Pretty damn Watch dope. both videos. Yeah, that's pretty sick. Uh, do me a favor. Grab that Grab that second uh, link if you okay. can and just pop it. Yep. Uh, I don't know. Pop it here. There you go. Pop it. Yeah. Pop um, all righty. <clears throat> So here's the here's a, a another story. Here's another story we have here. Um, two two billion hours, two billion hours with Adam Sandler. 
yeah. What 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 do you, what you might be thinking? Uh, that's what uh, Polygon article says. Netflix users spent two billion hours watching Adam Sandler, so he's getting four more movies. A new deal right. means. Don't stare at me, Swan. New comedy. Now, have you guys talking seen to, talking about pandering to the lowest common denominator? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Uh, now, <clears throat> I think Adam Sandler is an interesting dude. You know, I think he's actually a fantastic actor. You know, uh, but uh, but he's in a lot of stupid, stupid movies. You know. Well, but, he, I mean, he does. I mean, you know, when it comes to the comedy stuff that he does, right. he tends to 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 go back to that same kind of character, and I think that's why, like, like, and we and we've had so many of them. Like, right. It's kind of like when Will Ferrell was doing his thing for a while there, and it was like every movie was more or less the same character. Right. Just, they just changed the lines, and after a while. You just kind of like you know those movies don't do as good because you already you already know what to expect and you're, right. you're, there's nothing there's nothing extra about it. So when he does these other movies where he's kind of like actually acting, and it reminds me of the same thing. Like Jim Carrey did the same thing. Like after you know there was only so much Ace Ventura or the Mask kind of characters, right. and then all of a sudden he started doing some serious films. And you're like, wait a minute, this guy can actually act, right? And I right. I, I think it's the same thing with Adam Sandler, like. You know, you can't be around a business for so long before you don't learn. You know, you got to learn something at some point. And, uh, you know, apparently it's paying off for him. So. But, 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 uh, uh, so what, what were the movies that, that he did for Netflix? Cause it's like, he has four more movies. Um, well, the, like the latest one that he's got, it's called Murder Mysteries. It's basically him doing stand up. It's him coming back to stand up, is what he oh. did on that one. Oh really? Mm-hmm. What was that? Mm-hmm. What was that called? Uh, Mister Murder Mystery. I think it's what it's called. Murder Mystery. Yeah. And that was him coming back to stand up. Yeah, and he's it's a stand up. Yeah, it's a stand up. It's on my dock. I haven't watched it yet, but I I, oh. I watched the little like you know how they you know how Netflix makes you watch the yeah you know yeah yeah. So I I because I, I saw it and I was like oh what is this? And then you know he's out there with his guitar again and all that kind of stuff. I'm like oh snap he's coming back to stand up so. That's what that is. Oh. But he did like the Ridiculous Six, the do-over, Sandy. You know Wexler, what? I don't, the do-over was actually pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, and then, you know, he's got this new movie. Uh, what's it called here? Uncut, Uncut Gems. Gems. I, I haven't seen the Uncut Gems, but it looks really, really interesting to me. And, Oscar uh, bait. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, people were 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 kind of kind of upset that that they he didn't even, he didn't get at least a nod from it. You know, he he got snubbed. You know. Yeah, I mean, the film's made. It says forty seven million. Um, it's the highest. The 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 people that uh, put it uh, that distributed it for him, a twenty four. It's their highest grossing movie to date. So, really, yeah. Which which one the the uncut gems that uh yeah 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 well I mean I I I heard nothing but good things about it um and I know see I know Ad, Adam Sandler can freaking act bro he did this this wonderful movie it's called uh I think it was called Punch Drunk Love 
Like, oh, like yeah, he, I remember that. He, yeah. he, this was like in the maybe early 2000s, I think. Uh, he played this, uh, this, uh, what? I don't know, like a down on his luck, like meek kind of kind of guy that that uh, was socially awkward kind of kind of person that was dealing with like depression, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, and and he was really just having a hard time, like just trying to you know gauge his his emotions, you know, and he would he would his emotions would swing wildly, and and sometimes he'd just get outburst of anger and sometimes he would just start crying for no reason and he's trying to keep everything together and then he he finds this this girl that 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 tries to uh uh or not just try to but like pulls him out of of that you know and ma- makes him mm-hmm. try to to try and be better and i i thought that that movie was was good and i thought adam sandler that was my first time looking at adam sandler like man this dude can do more than be you know uh billy madison or happy Gilmore. well i think that you was his first film that he did that where he actually came out of his normal stuff yeah, and I think that's why a lot of people are taken aback by it because they weren't ready for him to be like that yet. But I mean, you know, you got you know, he was going to have to do it sooner or later if he wanted to keep. Yeah, yeah. So I remember, I remember that, and I, so to me, I oh, I know he can act. I know he can, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm excited to see to see this movie, Uncut Gems, to see what what he does. And I hear nothing but good things about his performance. Uh, and uh, and yeah, you know, but. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, bro. I mean, I'm gonna watch a a, a freaking Adam Sandler movie when it comes out. And, and my, I saw, I saw his ridiculous sex. It wasn't all that great, but I saw it. Uh, you know, I I saw uh, the Do Over, which I actually like. I like, I like um, uh, Adam Sandler and and David Spade together. I think they make a wonderful mm. combo. Yeah, you know. But uh, yeah. but yeah, Adam Sandler. Yeah, did you guys watch? Uh, are you guys fans? You know, um, oh, yeah. it's high quality H two O. That's what I think. I'm, I'm more of a Sandler albums. I really liked when oh. I was a kid. Uh, you know? Yeah, going back to the lunch, lunch lady, lady land. land. Yeah, yeah. Uh, food innuendo guy. Uh-huh. The goat. <laughs> oh, the you goat know. man. Oh man, Dude, those are good. Buddy. Pal. Those are good. Bro. <laughs> Those albums were so funny back then, man. Dude, who are you calling guy, buddy? <laughs> Those are good. Wow. We <laughs> have some super throwbacks. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Full circle. They, yeah, I don't know. There's so many lines from his movies, man. Like I don't know. Like, I don't know. He's always uh I don't know. He's always been around. Like I enjoyed like what was it? Uh 50 first dates, you know. Uh-huh. Like I can get behind like a romantic comedy that's like that because I thought that was just like something like, like oh my god this is brilliant I remember thinking about it like oh my gosh I've never seen a story like this like this is this is freaking interesting it's like goodwill okay. we're revoking your bro card whatever your man bro card has whatever been man I'll hit you right there in the absolute <laughs> Moving on, moving on. There's a PC gamer article we have here as the coronavirus sparks new interest in in Plague Inc. Plague Inc. is a game. The developers 
uh, they warn you that it's not a scientific model. You know, people are trying to I play this game. I can't believe they game. have to warn people. People, what is wrong with you? <laughs> it's a video game. And Mario's not about uh, rescuing some person held at ransom. That's not a real thing. You know? It's not? <laughs> You're not a plumber. Go to go <laughs> rescue a real woman, okay? Right, right. Plague Inc. is not a scientific modeling program. I mean, she's Stop not just a real people. woman. She's a princess, thank you. Uh, <laughs> down, down with the, uh, the princess monarchy. Peach, <laughs> So I mean, like, is is that? Do, do they really? Were people thinking honestly, thinking that this was like a scientific model? Like, I, it can't, it can't be, right? It can't be that, that they actually had to make this a statement. What a know? great thing for the developers, though, because in the, they sent out a tweet talking about how their website's currently offline due to high player numbers. And uh, then they go on and post this statement saying that Plague Inc. has been out for eight years now. And whenever there is an outbreak of disease, we see an increase in players as people find out more about how disease spreads and how to understand the complexities of viral outbreaks. But what's cool is like you make this game and then bam, every time there's another mass you know, flu epidemic, right. boom, skyrocketed sales. Who would have thought like what a great marketing trail or tail end of this video game would have had moving forward you know maybe maybe every viral outbreak is actually just their marketing team (gasps) viral marketing oh my god viral marketing yeah wait till chun li finds out about this yeah yeah thank god thank god there's somebody out there fighting fighting for for us Chun-Li cosplayer now treating coronavirus. Uh, this article is basically just an excuse to show a lot of uh, this woman's pictures. So that's basically... Uh, head to the website. <laughs> head to the website. <laughs> yeah. See the links. The hardcorecasuals.com slash... Uh, uh, podcast, you can go ahead and check it out and you'll see the show notes and you see the uh, article that we're talking about. Uh, there's so here previously, um, uh, this uh, um, this uh, woman, Yan Hirong, uh, is a bodybuilder who works as a physician in uh, the Shandong province, uh, China. Uh, she says, I'm a doctor, uh, end quote. And uh, so she says that she has to be on the front line. She must be on the front line. Uh, so she's out there fighting, battling against the coronavirus. Uh, and yeah, and she's also well known for being Chun-Li. So go ahead and check out the pictures. Um, and, and she's massively ripped. She's uh, yeah. she puts very ripped, uh, like super yeah. ripped. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she's almost too ripped to be Chun-Li. That's the way I feel about it. Uh, well, yeah. Some, I mean, it really depends on. Actually, no. Chun Li was always been like strong, but like thick, right? Like super thick. Yeah, it was yeah, always thighs, like she had like this tiniest body on the top, and then all of a right. sudden you got to her legs, and the it, it was like she was massive down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The chick is just massive sort of all over the me, place. Gave me a model for the woman's physical characteristics that i would be interested in as an adult i noticed that from 
Street Fighter 2 at my right. local delicatessen. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, we'd sit there and play the game, and I'm like, I'm going to marry a woman with thighs <laughs> like Chun-Li. Yeah. And I did. And you did. <laughs> there wow. you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, I don't know. Uh, Buddha, what, what, what are your thoughts on uh, on this uh, brave uh, coronavirus fighter? Hey, well, I mean, I think it's great. I mean, you know, uh, I mean, she's a doctor. She's got to do what she's got to do. It just so happens that she's a, you know, a bodybuilder that does cosplay stuff. So, I mean, more power to her. And, you know, hopefully she helps, you know, because apparently that virus is doing some dirty work over there, um, affecting a lot of people over there. So hopefully. Uh, yeah, a fair amount of people have been uh, have been in- infected uh, and. Uh, I'm not. See, I'm not. I'm not so sure if I'm necessarily. See, I don't know. I, when the news gets all gets all freaked out about things, I I I look at it with in with suspicion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, well, I mean, she put on one of her Instagram that she said 171 cases of new pneumonia were cured and 15,238 suspected cases were found. So yeah. Can I just uh, interject here? Um, I think it's she's quite lucky to have gotten both the career of being a Chun Li cosplayer and a doctor in communist right. China because when they give you your uh, your life at birth, um, it's really hard to get the Chun Li and doctor combo. So she's right. really rare that she got mm-hmm. that right at birth in communist China. That's great. That's great. Good for her. Yeah, you know why I didn't think about it like that. Um. Uh, yeah, good for her. That is. <laughs> she's almost like she double dipped on the Winnie, on Winnie, the Winnie the Mao Poo or whatever is uh <laughs> whatever that guy's name is. <laughs> <laughs> Winnie the Poo guy. Uh, right, yeah. Right. He really, he really gave her a a, a push in the right direction. <laughs> All righty, moving on, moving on. We have a couple uh, uh discussion notes here. Uh. Let's see. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, we can talk about this a little bit. The ninja, the, um, ninja made a, a prox- apparently a reported to have made uh, between twenty to thirty million dollars to move over to Mixer. Uh that's a that's a lot. That's the that's <laughs> that's quite a bit. If that's that's true, like twenty or thirty million more dollars than I made by going to Mixer. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I've actually lost money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> By this damn computer. <laughs> but uh I mean I I, I don't know. I, I don't think I don't think that uh that that it is a matter of fact, you know. It's it's a guesstimate here according to CNN business, right? But uh Yeah. I mean they're I saying know. that he made about 10 million in a year. So, depending on, I'm assuming that it's a contract with some time on it. So, right, right. You know, so if they said, hey, uh, you know, uh, we'll give you, you know, 20 or, you know, whatever, 30 million for five years or whatever, doesn't seem so far fetched. He's making no, it doesn't. Yeah. Doing his thing normally on Twitch, uh, you know, I don't see that, that really being that bad of a deal. But. Uh, as far as as far as like the the 
you know, Mixer looking in to, to pick up the exclusive rights. And definitely not a bad deal for freaking, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, for Ninja, if that's the case. You know, because they said he was making $500,000 a month on Twitch. So mm -hmm. assuming that, assuming that <clears throat> they took that number, that figure, and extrapolated that out for a couple of years, that's where they get the 20 to 30 million dollar range. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and also ninja, freeing him up to do other type of deals. That that was one of the big the big thing. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because I mean, he his his income would drop dramatically when he wasn't streaming on Twitch. So makes sense. He he locked in the money. He doesn't you know doesn't. I'm sure he's obligated to stream so much at a time, and whatever else he does on his time off is is on him. It's on, so. Yeah, it's on him, right? I mean, you see him on shows now, like he was on, what is it? The mass singer at one point, like, right. I mean, you know, he's doing things. So he's got a shoe deal. I don't know yeah. why you need shoes for streaming, but you know, whatever. Yeah. I, I got no How shoes else on you right gonna now. Jump up and do those emotes, bro. That's true. If, if anything, streamers need like streamer branded butt pads, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hemorrhoid, hemorrhoid circle pillows right right the hemorrhoid <laughs> pillow you know what i'm saying when my roids are raging you know what i'm saying use promo code <laughs> manny c when you go out and buy your uh elite hemorrhoid pillow i know maybe we can get one with like your face on it we can get some your face on this on this little yeah donut yeah that people can sit on that's right sit on my face yeah. for the ultimate comfort that's right <laughs> i like it i like it I think we're going places with it. Absolutely, man. Yeah, man. We're, you know, hey, hit us up, uh, marketing teams out there. We, uh, we could give it out this gold for free, but we're, we're willing to, to cut you in on this deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So I don't know, uh, man. Uh, let me just, can I, let me just add a little something. Go ahead. Something go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Ninja did more for the industry for those third-party companies supporting streamers yeah. than yes. ninja did for streamers so by ninja earning 20 million dollars or whatever moving uh <clears throat> it, it all it did was inspire this other group of people to say hey listen i could be a streamer which then uh some very um entrepreneurial person came up and was like hey listen the money is not in streaming it's selling people on the idea that they can be ninja so that you know it just made a whole nother industry out of streaming to be people to become streamers so you know he did a lot for streaming you gotta give him props for that well yeah, i mean sure. he, he really did uh, you know i uh as far as being like the, just legitimizing uh gaming in uh, you know to a certain degree legitimizing streaming but there's millions of people that think they're going to be ninja and and i mean uh, that's not necessarily realistic right. you know what i'm saying the, yeah the money's not in streaming anymore it's convincing other people that they could be streamers right right that's and i think actually i think that's actually probably true and uh, the other half is just you know he's making people angry like uh what was that the the one dude bruv you don't bite the hand that feeds you, bruv. 
Right. Remember that guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, that dude just made that thing up, didn't he? Didn't was, <laughs> I don't know, man. No, I don't know, but don't he know, was man. so angry. He was so angry, man. I don't think you can fake that kind of anger. I think no, he was no. He, like, he was hurting his soul, bro. Like, yeah. there, was, there was pain in that soul. I don't know. Bruh. And, but and now like people on the mixer side, they were like super happy to have Ninja over, and now they're like, you know, oh man, oh, yeah, they they oh, gave yeah. him money, and uh, you know, where where are we? Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. so people people are never happy for long. Ultimately, you know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. So, yeah. Oh well, what are you gonna do? Good, good, good for him. Good for yeah, good. Good for Ninja. Good for Ninja. You know, more, more power yeah, good for you, Mixer. You know good for Twitch. Good, good for everybody. Good yeah, for yeah, everybody. Yeah. For everybody. Yeah, yeah, I'm not so gonna hate on somebody making money doing. Right, right, right. What they love. No, it's yeah. great. It's good. For, good for also the, those companies that are uh, you know selling people the dream. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> you yeah, too yeah. could be Ninja. Just give right. me twenty five dollars a month. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> for your notifications. Alrighty, so we are we are recording. Uh, well, it was Friday. We started technically. It's Saturday for me on the East Coast here, uh, and tomorrow is Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, now, now, when you guys are hearing this, uh, of course, it's it's actually Monday. You know, oh, so it's uh, over. So we're making yeah. bets. So we're make, well. I'm. I don't know. I, don't, I mean, who do you? Do you think is going to win? Do you do you guys have a favorite? Who do I, you got a favorite? I, I don't really have a favorite. I just think that um, you have a least hated. I, I, I least I, so it's the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. So for right. me, I'd much rather see the Kansas City Chiefs win. Um, and uh, you know. But, you know, San Francisco 49ers has a better defense. For those that don't know, they're really good defensively. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are very good offensively. So it's what you would expect to be a classic battle in the Super Bowl. Hopefully it's like a, a, a good matchup. Sometimes Super Bowls can tend to be a blowout and kind of can get kind of boring. Um, but hopefully this will be one that's, uh, you know, entertaining. Entertaining. I mean, J Lo is going to be there with Shakira. Um, you know, yeah, all I'm hoping is lie. for. I'm I'm only hoping for a wardrobe malfunction from Jennifer you know. Lopez. If there's that one time, the only hope for thing. One. Yeah, that yeah. I'm that I'm hoping for. I hope <laughs> both San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs lose, and somehow Jennifer Lopez loses an article of clothing. Yeah. Is that too much to ask for? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's necessarily you know, feasible. Apparently, you know, Madden <laughs> uh, Madden puts out these. Uh, I mean, they do it every year. They put out their prediction. Um, it is kind of interesting because they're 10, uh, 10 out of 16 so far as far as their predictions go. So that's um, that's actually pretty good from a, you know, from a betting standpoint. That's like no Tristam is good. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they've been doing So it's been since uh, 2004. They've been they've been doing it so, um, and they've been able to pick. Uh, let's see here. It looks like they've been able to pick uh, the over under for the games. I mean, they've done pretty good uh, as far as that's concerned. So, I mean, so uh, so 
Uh, Greg, you watch football? Do you, are you a football guy? I watched football for a few years, but not. It's been probably about mm, six years. Maybe okay, right. like so you don't really have a, a a favorite then for this one. I got some family ties to the New York Giants. That's about it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. And then Manny, I know you don't really. You're not a football guy. I'm a I'm a football uh uh dinner party kind of kind of guy. You know what I'm saying? Like when I go to the football parties, right, I'm in the right. kitchen with the wives talking recipes. <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. <clears throat> gotcha. All right. Well, as far as the prediction is concerned, so we'll see if they're right. So by the time you're listening to this, you'll know if they were right or not. They picked the Kansas City Chiefs to beat the 49ers, and their predicted score was 35 31. So they're predicting a very high scoring, close game. Um, it also turns out that Patrick Mahomes, who's the starting quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs, is on the cover of Man in NF, uh, NFL 20. So um, we'll see if the Madden curse um, catches up to him uh, at some point. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll I, see I don't, I don't think they give John, John Madden enough respect anymore. He used to be on the cover. He used to be. Of the game. He used to be. And he used to be called John Madden. They should, yeah. they should start now putting they're just like the disrespectful casters. Madden. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They should just put sportcasters instead of the players. Right. And, and you know, he, uh, you tradition. know, funny little trivia is, you know, at the time um, when they had, uh, when they were making the game, uh, they didn't have uh, the right amount of players on the field. And they were basically saying that, you know, uh, having the correct amount of players on the field would be too much for the game. And he actually refused to endorse it until they fixed that portion of it. He was like, you can't have this game without having the correct number of people on the field. I think at the time they were trying to do it like a eight yard fight where it was only like eight people on the field, like on each side. Right. And um, John Madden was like, no, 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 that ain't going to fly. You're not putting my name on this thing unless you make it legit. So, uh, you know, mad props to John Madden. I, I you know, I used to enjoy, uh, his commentary on those games. Like I, I like whenever they made that transition to where he was, when he retired and he no longer was doing uh, the announcing stuff. Right. Uh, like it just, I don't know. Like I, I don't like the Madden games without his announcer voice. Uh, yeah. It was always him and Pat Summerall. So for you guys or for you uh, football guys out there. Uh, and it was always, I don't know that, that commentary team was always such a nice little fit. You know, a couple old guy, old old historians to the game. You know, and they could always talk about like cool things from way back in the past. You know, and and relate to the current game. And I don't know, it was really cool. And John Madden used to always travel to each one of the games. And he had like this uh, the Madden Mobile, and I think that's where they got the idea for the um, for the Madden uh, tournaments that they would do for esports. Is that they would they would duke it out on like the Madden bus would travel around and, and the top end players would meet up and they would go in the bus and play against each other for, you know, for the tournament and whatnot. So pretty cool stuff, but that's the prediction. Kansas city chiefs. We'll see if they were correct. You know, I, 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 I know I'm not necessarily big on, uh, on, uh, football or whatnot, but I do hope the Kansas city chiefs win. You know what I'm saying? 
Uh, and I know, I know it's, it's, it, I shouldn't say it, you know, since I don't know who's winning and you guys are hearing this on Monday, but, uh, screw you, San Francisco. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm saying San, Fr- San Francisco <laughs> closes the deal up 10 points, beats Woo. Kansas City. By Great, 10. Coming in hot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, but no, if, if I have to choose, I would say Kansas City uh, Chiefs. I do think it's, it's very interesting to see that, uh. Uh, I mean, really, they're 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 trying to create a football simulation. So, so like the the better they can put the stats together, and the better that, uh, uh, you know, there's like so many different variables and whatnot. But it is pretty interesting that they're as accurate at, as they are, you know. And uh, I think so it's we'll funny see. when athletes get pissed off that their stats aren't that high on Madden, like when they go to play it. And oh they yeah, see what their actual stats are, they get they get a little butt hurt. I think that's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good though. You just go in and you you know, you just play your you it's just play be better. player. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. gotta get good. You know what gotta I'm saying? Get good. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, what are you gonna do? What happened to that other article we had with the uh with that dude? <laughs> Wait, hold on, where is it? Did we did we lose that article? <laughs> which which one? The Talking dude, about the freaking uh China giving free porn for people to stay inside. No talk. no, although that's <laughs> that is an interesting article. What would be <laughs> we'll throw that one in next week, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so the guy that was being muted, didn't we have that uh, that up? Oh no, we didn't add we didn't add that on. We didn't yeah, add that we'll up. We'll save that one for next week too. <laughs> All right, fine. All right, fine. All right. We have a couple interesting ones for next week's gonna be apparently be saucy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all righty um what time is it uh yeah we're at a good time to close uh ladies and gentlemen thank you what? so much you for don't that. want no lightning okay hold on time out hold on we're gonna we're gonna edit that out oh <laughs> i see how it is <laughs> fear has struck him <laughs> Fear of the lightning. No, it was, my, it, was my, it was my fault. I totally forgot. I'm not afraid of the lightning. I'm ready okay. for the lightning. Where's the, I know oh, you guys oh, that's are ready. Right. That's why I didn't post the questions on the dock. Oh, is that why? That's why. <laughs> They're not on there. I got okay. them separated. I'll okay. put them on right. there afterwards. Okay, right all right. Now, fair. Fair deal. Oh, baby. Put your dukes up. Here we go. All right, Manny. Here we go. I'll hit you first. Warm right, childhood okay, toy. Ready. All right, one childhood toy that you wish would come to video games. Oh, my goodness. A childhood toy that I wish would come mm. to video games? Yeah. What was that one toy that you had that you wish they'd make a video game out of? Oh, my goodness. You know, my first, my first thought... No, my first thought was like Nerf guns, but, I mean, we don't necessarily... Need that. Fortnite's uh, got that license. Yeah. <laughs> Man, a childhood toy that I wish would come to, to video games. Oh man! Oh man! See, I I'm totally stumped. I totally stumped. I I I, I, I guess I'll go. I guess I'll go with uh with no that's that's lame i want to say like nerf that was my first thought i'll just go with my first thought my first thought like was nerf, nerf, gun was nerf guns yeah but like so a, like a shooter a type, like, like a laser tag but if somehow to make it to make it like you know real you know what i'm saying like i i miss i miss those i do miss like the duck hunt type 
type type thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like those types of games, but you don't see them anymore because the TV technology changed. Yeah. You know? I did play some uh, old school Duck Hunt at PAX South, by the way, and I was, uh, I'm still got at it. I'm still, I'm still <laughs> the business. I mean, I was even holding the gun at the hip, man. Like, I wasn't even, you know, I saw these guys that were out there and, like, you know, holding the gun out in front of them. I was like, no, no, that's rookie stuff. And I had the gun out there by my side, and my sons were watching me. I was like, watch this. And, like, I'd pull it out, bam, bam, one shot, tuck it back in. Like, I was, like, <laughs> from the wild, wild oh, west or something. Right, right. Everybody was over there looking at me like, what is this guy doing? And I was like, I'm, like, I'm just a, I'm a badass at this. Right, right, right. But yeah. But anyway, Greg, one childhood toy that you wish you could come to video games. I would like to see a Gumby Pokey uh, oh. Buddy game. Might be good. Oh. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good like one. a Play-Doh uh, like type Gumby. of thing, like a Play-Doh yeah, kind of blockhead blockheads. I don't know. Ah. It could be like an open okay. world. Okay. Maybe like uh, human fall flat, but with like Gumby mm. and Pokey. I like it. I like oh, it. Okay. I, you know, uh, myself, I was thinking like, well, how, I don't know why GI Joe never made it to. The video game stuff like i don't understand i mean they did like a little like uh there was a game that was called like toy soldiers type of thing that they had it was like a, a i swear i had a gi joe game Maybe yeah I, I, but i don't remember like i don't know like why is there not like gi joe versus cobra in like a first person shooter type of I mean, maybe With that's like the whole realistic. the whole story, cel shaded. The whole story, like, man. With all the different story. characters that you had, uh-huh. like you know, the different characters would be different classes, and so on and yeah. so on. I mean, I don't know. I think it's a win win. But I think you're right. Yeah, Joe Hasbro. I think you're right. Together. Uh, the next question, Manny. With the recent news of the initiative working on an RPG, is that what we want, or would you rather a different genre be explored by the initiative? Uh, and now the initiative was working. Um, That's the Microsoft Dream Team that they've got, and supposedly the recent news is that they are working on an RPG. Um, is that? Do you think that's what we want, or do you think maybe they should do a different genre other than RPG? I think it's what we want. I think it's what we want. I think because I think there's there's other known entities that are building. Uh, different different types of games first person shooter third person shooter you know what i'm saying you have you have them working with halo you have them working on gears you know uh and and we, i think there's people that want different types of games so the fact that for the longest time our you know xbox has been considered weak on rpgs so the fact that they're pushing on that i think that's a good thing i think is what we want i think it's what we need there you go there you go greg yeah, I, I would like a, maybe like if they took a swing at like a laser shoot suit Larry type uh, RPG kind of game that would be like hey. pretty, uh, pretty epic. <laughs> it could be. It very well could be in more ways than one. Yeah, with plenty of RNG, lots yes. of RNG, nothing but RNG, nothing but. Yeah, I uh, I kind of think uh, a good single player RPG. Uh, you know, we saw the success of, um, uh, what is it? The outer wilds. Yeah. Um, and we saw what, what the possibilities are. Uh, and you know, a lot of people love that game and I liked it. I, you know, I, I'm still, I'm not to finish it yet, but I mean, what I've played of it, I really enjoy. Um, so I think if they made a bigger version of that and had a really tight storyline to it with some decent, uh, 
mechanics and gunplay and keep it RPG, I think that would be a win. Nice feather in the cap. Doesn't have to necessarily be multiplayer. Single player, I think, would be be good. But but yeah. So last but not least, the last question, Manny, what game do you wish would come to your favorite gaming service? Obviously, that'll be Game Pass. What Um, game out there would you like to see? I mean, I I would love for you know Sakura to come, so Uh, I don't have to actually buy the game. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I'd like to see that that game uh, come, but I mean, really, a lot of the games that I really, really want to to be there uh, are coming, and the in or Control, which is already there, I'm super excited that that's on, and mm-hmm. uh, and then this Rise of Cthulhu, I'd be, I think the only the big standout game would be uh, Sakuro. I think that would be it. Nice, Greg. What about you, man? Uh, what was the question? What game do you wish would come to your favorite gaming service? I don't know if you're. Mm, a, what games a, are favorite gaming service? I mean, I know Manny's more mostly a Game Pass kind of guy, but it, yeah. Yeah. I know you, you venture out a little bit more. What yeah, you, I do. Uh, I do. I use. Uh, I use. I, I use Game Pass, and uh, yeah, I just use Game Pass. But like, uh, <laughs> you have the yeah. ultimate. Do you have the ultimate edition too? The ultimate Game uh, not Pass? Yet. Or just, not yet. Okay. I might may get that. I have to look through what what's on what's on uh, PC to really uh figure it out i want the pedestrian that was just released today to come oh. to game pass <laughs> now what is that is that is that a what is that is that a puzzler game because i kind of looked a at puzzle a puzzle platformer with the, okay. using the bathroom logo man as the um he's the uh he's the hero of the game he's the protagonist and um I guess he's trying to find his soulmate, and I'm assuming that's the another logo man for the bathroom, or a woman logo, or a non-gender specific logo person. Hmm. So, yeah, it looks great. Check it out. Hmm. For me, uh, I would really love it if uh, the Kingdom Hearts series would uh, just come on to Game Pass you know, and let me play those. I'd probably games. do yeah. that. You know, I, I I look at Kingdom Hearts three all the time, and I really I would love to dip into because there's times where it's gone on sale that I wish I'd be like, man, I would play that. But I, because I haven't played the other ones, there's I, I can't play it. So I really wish that they would do something, work something out, drop the 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 ones before it, so that way I could just play all of them and just get it out of my system, so I could you know have conversations about it because people talk to me about it all the time about Kingdom Hearts, and I have no idea what's going on or what they're talking about. I feel like I'm missing something. <laughs> so That's like I would like to see that. I would like to see that series drop. <laughs> It'd be nice. But well, good job, guys. You guys uh, did pretty good there. Uh, I, like I snuck up on you. I snuck it up did. on you. It did snuck up on me. <laughs> I like that. I like that segment. It really needs dramatic music. Yeah, lightning I round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so uh, if we got a sound. We did get a sound. We need to. We still need to work. We got. We're, we're still. We're still looking on uh, for other sounds. You know, what I'm saying we're gonna get it. Yeah, it's tweet, gonna be. Tweet, it's, tweet us some sounds. Tweet, yeah, tweet, please. Uh, at any of us or at yeah. the hardcore HCC streaming on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Let us know. Say hey, I got Let's this uh, free to use sound, or maybe you can make one yourself. You know. Or just link us a bunch of fart sounds. Yeah. You know, hey, you never know what we'll use. 
Send that to Manny. Send those. <laughs> send those to Manny and Greg. Uh, keep uh, keep the good stuff uh, towards me. That's uh, toilet. Uh, the toilet uh, podcast. That's uh, that's Greg and Manny's forte. There. You know. So, you know. You like that episode. You do. <laughs> Oh yeah, it was so good. I had to take a shower after listening to it. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" <sighs> those, but, uh, those are some interesting episodes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for stopping by and hanging out with us. We really appreciate you more, uh, more than you know. If you've made it this far, please to consider uh, supporting uh, what we do in the hardcorecasuals.com/slash Patreon. That is the hardcorecasuals.com/slash Patreon. Uh, yeah, we'd like to we'd like to do more, and also uh, we can send Buddha to Phoenix. Uh, that actually yeah. would be really cool. <laughs> a reporter on the ground. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have reporter two years to get him there. He can, <laughs> he can walk years. there, Buddha, and be there by the time it opens. <laughs> it's probably true. It's probably true. Uh, so yeah, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much, and uh, yeah, until next time. See ya. See you next week. Excelsior, you mo's. That was that was good. That was good until you until you you back down on it. You know, just you know, don't back down. Just go for it, man. Be like Chun Li. Step up there and spin kick that bitch. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Alrighty, that's it. That's a podcast. That's it. Cool. Man.